Hello and welcome to Winter is Crappening, a podcast that's all about Game of Thrones. I'm Ben Mandelker, and joining me, as usual, is the wonderful and hilarious Ronnie Karam. We are both from the Watch What Crappens podcast, and this is our our take on Game of Thrones. What's going on, Ronnie? Hello. How are you doing? How how have you I'm managed? Depressed. I'm it- depressed as hell. How do you think I'm doing? I mean, just press stop on this damn show. I don't know whether to cry or kill somebody. Well, you can do both, you know. Usually those go hand in hand. I'm going to decapitate somebody's mate is what I'm going to do. I'm going to get some revenge. I, I almost used this episode as a reason to have something that was high in carbs and maybe fried. I was like, you know what? I deserve to have something t- delicious right now. Well, I almost went there. Almost. Don't say this show never teaches you anything. If you ever fuck me over, I'm decapitating your maid. That is it. <laughs> Wow, lots lots to discuss, you know. Now that now that the big battle is over, we're back to, you know, all sort all sorts of fun soapy things and drama. Um but before we do that, um just quickly be sure to follow us um at Watcher Crappens uh on Instagram and all those fun places, social media. Be sure to subscribe to this uh to this show on Apple Podcasts or wherever you wherever you find podcasts and leave a review. It really helps us grow. And uh, go to watchercrappens.com is our main, uh, our main website, and that's like where you find all the links to everything you could possibly need, including tickets to our, our live shows. So, And also, go get your Shut Up brand t-shirt, which we've right. made and put up at crappensmerch.com. If you forget crappensmerch.com, crappensmerch.com, you can go just to watchercrappens.com and find links to crappensmerch.com. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you made that shirt. I'm glad you made it because you know what? For someone who's so quiet, he sure needs to be told shut up a lot. Yeah. You know, and I, you know, I love my brand, and he serves a purpose. No. But it's like it, Bran is one of those people, and we live in LA, so we know a lot of these people. I'm sure Ben mm-hmm. knows a lot too. That start yeah. like they stop doing heroin or meth or whatever, and then they start <laughs> they go to rehab, and or they go to like a yoga retreat, and then they come back yeah. and they're like, "I feel no anger anymore." And you're like, "Oh, really?" And they're like, "No." On the really, you, Bran? Yeah, you just kind of like talk behind their back, do anything you can to piss them off, and they're like, "I no longer feel any anger." And you're like, "You know what? Shut <laughs> up with your fucking yoga retreat, okay?" And those are yeah. always the person, the first person to go postal at a dinner party once they've like had enough, you know. Absolutely. He is the sort of person who like insists that you come meet him. Every time you hang out, he insists he come you he like you have to go meet him at Intelligentsia Coffee. So you finally do, and then you get hooked on coffee, and then next thing you know, he's like, Oh, I don't need coffee anymore. I drink tea. And you're like, you know what? You're the one who got me onto this. I'm the one who stuck with Intelligentsia. Oh, you still go to Intelligentsia? Intelligentsia is so over. I'm at Stumptown. Brand no. That's so brand. So brand yeah. to switch the coffee. And he's shop, always so. like wearing a fur. You're like, why are you wearing a fur? <laughs> like, why are you fancy? Like, we're we're both still waiters. Like, why are you fancy yeah. now? It's 85 degrees out <laughs> in Los Angeles right now. Why are you wearing a fur? And I know it's a fake fur brand, but you don't even have to say it. You yeah, because if it, you I said know. if you said why are you wearing a fur now, he'd be like, oh no, I have compassion for animals. This is yeah. <laughs> You know, this is a celebration a of the body. When you kill the animal, we celebrate all of it. It's like, oh, where'd you get that? On Melrose? No, not on Melrose. I found it in a corner shop in Mar Vista. <laughs> oh, of course, you have to one-up Melrose Avenue. Great. Got it, brand. <laughs> totally. Yeah, we have very strong thoughts. So um, this episode, big news right at the, sto- this, at the top of the episode. I don't know if you noticed this, Ronnie, but in the opening credits... Those clattering tiles have stopped. They've stopped clacking and making noise. Yeah, of because course. Because the tiles were the undead. Of so course. Now no more tiles. They killed the undead too early, and now the Westeros design show has stopped recording. Okay, now the rest <laughs> the of the town is in tiles. Out. 
It's like, thanks, guys. <laughs> it's like, wait, you replaced my hardwood floors with tiles. I didn't even finish the job. Yeah, congratulations, whoever wins the throne. Your kingdom is now half-tiled. Good luck with that. <laughs> yeah, in a shitty pattern from the 80s. We've run out of a like budget that. to finish yeah, your Yeah, enjoy your glass bricks. You know that's what they're going to be making the wall out. They're going to fix the wall with some glass bricks from 1987. Yeah, it's all Palm Springs, 1984. <laughs> <laughs> Who's designing this shit? And you know it's Tormund. You know Tormund is secretly designing it. You know mm, Tormund. He's. You can tell because there's just spilt shit everywhere. Yeah. Um, awful. Yeah, and there's also a broken Winterfell, which was super sad. I was like, oh, Winterfell's you know, like kind of broken on the inside. You know what's so funny? I didn't notice the bro. I was so focused on the tiles, I didn't notice broken. Winterfell. I was focused that's on the, the whole remodel. Story. You know, and that's what happens yeah. when you don't focus on anything but the tile. The living room doesn't get finished, and I'm looking <laughs> at you, property brothers. <laughs> well, you know, when you do a remodel, it always gets worse before it gets better, right? There's, they're going to find some mold. They're going to find some piping that was like out of code before the, you know, dead grandmas coming back to life and strangling children. You know how it goes. Yeah. <laughs> They're going to go down in that crypt, and they're going to be like, oh, well, the bad news is that Grandma came alive during that fight and tried to kill us. But the good news is that we found this lovely preserved fireplace that I think we can really, like, spiff up and make it the centerpiece of the script. <laughs> yeah. So we open with – well, I noticed one thing, too, in the pre- in the previous leads, that the, the writers really like somebody being held by the throat and then stabbing them. Yeah. Because that happened twice last episode, and I didn't yeah. really realize until they showed it again. I was like, wow, they really love that killing method. Because Lady Marmont it, killed the yeah. giant like that, yeah. and then yeah. Arya killed the you know the, the Night King like that. And I just thought, you know, that's interesting. I wonder if they're going to make that like a rule of threes type thing, where someone else is going to be getting strangled and then stab your ass. I think it only applies to young women. Like, if you're, like, a younger woman or you look like a young woman on the show, a young girl, then that's how you will die. But otherwise, you know, it's the standard beheading, stabbing, you know, mauling, you know. Yeah. Yeah, you know. So, yeah, so this episode opens up, um, you know, we see Jorah's dead body and he's lying there. And Daenerys is trying to cry, even though she doesn't really want to cry, but she, like, knows that people are looking at her. So, you know. So she's squeezing out some tears, you know. It's sad. I mean, she's got a, a very friend. big brooch. I mean, my problem with Danny is that she's just always, like, who curls their hair during a war? You know, like her hair still looks great. I'm like, are you kidding yes. with your 10 pounds of weave? You know, you know that bothered me about also with John because both of them, John took the time. Everyone else looks like they just like stood up out of like the bogs and out of the dirt and they're like just brushing their dirt, that every all the shit off their clothing. John took the time to like do his hair and put into a nice ponytail. Her hair looks amazing. I'm like, you know, you two. Yeah, meanwhile, you really are. Yeah, Danny yeah. has someone from Dillard's waiting backstage <laughs> just to, you know, make sure she's in a cute coat and a giant brooch. Yeah, John has like a representative from Fantastic Sam's, <laughs> which is a pun on Samuel Tarly. <laughs> oh, Fantastic Sam's. <laughs> They're like, I hope you like it, sir. <laughs> um, I have to say, Dead Theon, Theon looks adorable blue. Mm. He looks Dorf. really it's cute. His, I his like greatest the... look. Yeah, his it's... greatest look was blue. <laughs> yeah, he's gone, he's gone through a lot of transformations. He looks great, blue, red, white, and blue. You know, go Mark. Did did was it just me? Was I reading into this, or was I not? Was Daenerys whispering something into Jorah's ear, sort of like lost in translation style, yeah. like it's a little secret that only they will know. That's so it's so special and so private that only Sofia Coppola could have had this moment. You know. Yeah, um, if she did. And I couldn't, you know, obviously I rewound, but you can't hear it. So I don't know if it's going to come up later. Like, remember when she was whispering? And it'll She's be something like, stupid like, the rest of this episode is going to be a game of Never Have I Ever. 
Drink. <laughs> I know you were on Downton Abbey. Drink. <laughs> Do you know the guy who plays Sherlock Holmes? Drink. <laughs> um, also, I hope someone, like, are we just never going to see Yara, Yara Greyjoy again, also known as Jess, like your friend from college, which is, I still stand behind that theory. Yara's because I chilling. Thought, like, She'll come in. She'll come in, like, yelling really loud and then get killed. Well, I will. That would be terrible because, you know, then what What joy is left in the Greyjoys? Sorry, I was drinking no. a huge gulp of water. Oh, sorry. It was so big. It was the biggest <laughs> was, gulp of water. It I, was a grief a grief gulp. Yeah. A grief gulp for the for Theon. I was planning on you pondering Yara's fate a little bit more. Sorry. <laughs> I was gonna like, discuss how Yara reminds me of like someone named Jess. I was gonna do that my whole thing again, which I do every episode. I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna do it, but she does remind me of someone named Jess. So then um Sansa is sobbing over uh, you know, red, white, and blue Theon, and she gives him the hand of the king, which is so nice, you know. And then guess uh, what John is was, doing? Having cry face. Was that the hand of the king? I thought it was just like saying, like, no, you're officially part of our family. Here's a maybe. A you know what? Maybe I don't know what it was, but it looks like the hand of the king thing they give people. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of accessories on this. There show. are, or it, it was a paper was like, cutter. It was like the it was the letter opener of the family. Right. I don't know. Or it was just like a trinket she found. She's like, you know, I don't know what to. I, like, I've been needing to regift this thing, and like, I'm just gonna put it right on. It you. was a butter knife that somebody gave yeah. her, and uh, that gross guy who she killed. It was. It came from Hot Pie. Hot Pie sent like a congratulatory like pie with like a trinket on, it. and they're like, well, I'll take the pie, but we'll give the trinket to Theon. You get it when you get a pumpkin pie at Boston Market at Christmas. She's like, you know what? I'm gonna give this to Theon. He's done so much. You know, he's that he's basically a member of our family, even though he sort of decimated our little, you know, our world here. He's a member of the family and he deserves a seat at the Christmas table with the pumpkin pie from Marie Callender. So then guess what? These characters are doing crazy things right now. John has severe cry face, so no shock there. Severe. And then guess what yeah. Bran's doing? Sitting there in his fur, judging Staring. you for still doing heroin. Okay? That's what. <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's just sitting there um and now all the dead all, all the bodies have like been piled up and and so uh they're all they're all they're gonna light them on fire like a you know you know they're gonna yeah and it's really that. sad and then john's about to give a speech but bran is sitting there so awkwardly he reminds me of one of those like i used to do dinner theater when i was younger and he reminds me of one of those old ladies <laughs> sitting right in the front front row refusing to smile and then like right in a dramatic part they just start opening a candy wrapper it's like he just here. <laughs> he has a little candy. He's he's got ready to go. Yeah. Like John's like, can I give my speech? He's like, hold on, almost done with it. I know. <laughs> almost done. Brand, do you mind? Do you mind? Is it really that important? I I don't want any more, but I do want butterscotch. Yeah, where there's so, original opening. <laughs> so John starts making. A standard John speech. He's like, we are here today to say goodbye to our brothers and our sisters and our fathers and our mothers and our friends and that crazy witch who took off her necklace and then turned into an old lady. What was that about? Am I right, everyone? I know, John, like a thousand people just died. Could you work on your speech? He's like, the lady who worked at the bakery. What a good one. The man who started the bicycle shop in town, dead. Hansel, who just finished his first shift at Cinnabon. We remember him. Uh, The entire Zumba class. 
of Northern Winterfell. Dead. <laughs> My fifth grade lacrosse team. Dead. So then uh, they start everybody on fire, which is really sad. I don't know why we're laughing. We're really just a couple of well, dumbasses, okay? For anyone who hasn't figured that out we're at We're laughing minute at 12. John. We're not laughing at the fake people who had fake deaths, okay? So, um, yeah. So, But it's like a sad moment. We got to see like the last of Edison, also known as Edda, um, and Liana Mormont, you know, and... Uh, and so they're we're, they're like they're all lying there, and so John John and Daenerys have like their torches, and then they're like looking at each other like, should should I start? You want to light it? Do you want to light it? Or should I start it? Should you? You're sort of like the dragon. Do you want to do it? You I can do it. I know I they're still it. looking at each other sure. like relationship, relationship. Oh my god, relationship, oh. relationship. I'm like just like the fucking <laughs> fires. You know what? This isn't about your fucking <laughs> life right now, you two. Okay, there's like before we light of these funeral people. pyres. Before we light these funeral pyres, should we address the fact that you're my aunt? Is that a, is now a good time? No, not not okay. We'll do that later though, right? Like, am no, I the never? only person? Okay. Look, fifty percent of the people of the population of this podcast do not even care. Is that fucked up that I don't even care? Like, I don't care if they're aunt and, and, and nephew. I feel like if you didn't know each other, it doesn't count. Well, I, I agree. I and and on t- in, in the world of this show, you know, you know, you know, incest that sort of happens. And like in her family, it's like a, she kind of like a big thing, you know, so I'm OK with it. Yeah, You guys go. Case. You go with your you go with your incest. Incest is best, sometimes okay? pretty people just should be together, even if they're aunt and uncle or aunt and nephew. Yeah. You know? So they burn everybody, and then we go to Los Angeles. Just kidding. It's just because the whole uh, screen filled with smoke, and it looked like our downtown. <laughs> yeah. It's like, much. Warning, so now it's dinner warning, time. Warning, do not leave the house today. Thanks, thanks LA. Yeah. Glad uh, the rent yeah, here thanks. is uh, so high. <laughs> All of a sudden, we hear Randy Newman. I love Winterfell. We love it. So then we go to the Harry Potter school where everybody's having dinner. Every time I see yeah. like a boardroom with that many candles, I'm like, Harry Potter! <laughs> yeah, Come it's like here, a very. Like... Let me protect you. <laughs> so so we're, there's like a table up front, you know, like where all the important. The VIP table, which is where VIP. I like that the VIPs in this world is like the inverse of it, the way it works in LA or really like anywhere else. Whereas like. Anywhere else, it's everyone is like looking at the VIPs, trying to be get like their approval or sneak into their VIP room. Here, it's just like the VIPs get a table and just look at everyone else. They're like, "Okay, we're just gonna stare at you guys." Yeah, I think they have a better way of doing it. You know, just stare yeah, at the poor the people while you eat, and then throw chicken bones at them. So Sansa's drinking from a cup slowly. Like, mm-hmm. I'm angry again. The battle's over. I still have a grudge. I'm Sansa. Yeah, this is a very telenovela soap opera scene where everybody's mm-hmm. just looking at each other. Sansa's like, I'm mm-hmm. still mad. And Jon's like, I'm in <laughs> yeah. love with you. Don't be mad just because I'm the rightful heir. And then Danny's like, ha, ha, ha. Still going to fuck you even though I'm pretending that you're not really the rightful heir and you never told me that piece of news. I don't know anything about it. Or do I? It's like, okay, yeah. soap opera. Come on, show. Yeah, she's just staring forward in a pool of, of, like, mixed emotions. So then Gendry, he's, like, sitting at the table, and he's, like, he's, like, all hot and bothered. And he turns to the hound. The hound has been, he's, like, getting really annoying, by the way. Like, he, like his shtick, like, can you lighten up? Okay, I know you felt bad that you didn't fight or whatever issues you have, okay, that go back from when you were a child and your brother put your face in the fire. Time to get over it, okay? I just, I just right wrote now. down whatever triggered. <laughs> it's like constantly, like Hound is constantly triggered. It's like, we get it, Hound, okay? But we've yeah, already hugged we you. we get it. Yeah. Yeah. 
So Gendry's like, have you seen Arya? And he's like, uh, you can still smell the burning bodies and you're still, you're horny. It's like, you know what? You're the one who's eating chicken bones right now and drinking wine, okay? Well, Don't act like you're like being un-inappropriate. But that's why I love Hound and will love him forever. He's always eating. Like, no matter what's happening on screen, Hound is like having a chicken bone or something, you know? Always. He finds it. <laughs> and he had a whole scene a few seasons ago, right? Where he like killed like five people so he could have some chicken. <laughs> yeah. The man loves his chicken. He does. So the hound is like, I'm not just horny. He's like, ah, you should be horny. We had to kill all the dead people. Do it. You're alive. Use your dick. And so Gendry gets up and he's like, uh, he's trying to kind of sneak out. I'm going to go jack off. Yeah. And then Daenerys is like, Gendry, that's right, isn't it? And I was like, oh, no, please don't be a bitch right now. Because... Yeah, I'm not really sure where Danny's coming from right now. And I'm like, look, I've been rooting for you for years. I mean, I've been rooting for Cersei more, but still, I've been rooting for you. Don't just turn it into a jackass. Yeah, Daenerys is really like like I'm sort of not rooting for her anymore. She really is a jackass these days. Some something happened in between season seven and season eight, and I'm like, I haven't really been able to get behind her. I'm just like, oh God, she's getting really annoying. Yeah, so she's like, Gendry, that's right, isn't it? You're Robert Baratheon's son. It's like, okay. Uh-oh. like yeah. You're, the mean girl's going to make fun of the, the kid in, like, in the lunchroom mm-hmm. now. Yeah, that's what it felt like. And she's like, you're aware that he took my family's throne and tried to have me murdered, right? And he's like, uh, sorry, didn't know. <laughs> Literally made all the weapons for your army. So can I <laughs> so... get a pass? <laughs> Like, literally, we just won a crazy battle that we never should have won, and you're going to, like, go do this right now? Like, really? And he's like, well, he's done, and his brothers are dead, too. So who's Lord of Storms Storms End now? And he's like, "Uh um, I don't know. God, please don't hurt me. Is this a pop quiz? And she's like, (laughs) you are. You are the Lord of Storms End. You're hot. You're handsome. Look at my smile. What a charming smile. Would you like a hug? Don't give mama a Yeah, mom. you are Lord Gendry Baratheon of Storms and son of Robert Baratheon because that is what I've made you. And you could just see like Miss Andy was probably Miss Miss Andy was probably like, oh my god, on your title, on your title. Gendry Baratheon, son of Robert Baratheon, blacksmith of the Ford, blacksmith of the Storms and honor person who has new blonde flamingos in Storms and honor of all the rocks in Storms and Zero Scape. Tire air pressure checker, <laughs> toast toaster, <laughs> drain drain cleaner, pop tart catcher from the toaster when he is walking to school. And he's like, "But I'm a bastard." She's like, oh, "I'll tell you who's a bastard, not you." Okay, I make I I give out the bastard titles here. Come on, let's hug. So then everyone's like, "Yay!" And then Sean's like, "Cheers for my power completely being ignored." He's yeah. like, ha, 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 ha. she's just completely <laughs> ignoring what I told her a second ago. This is great. And you can see, like, Davos is, like, staring, like, um, can I, can I get something, too? Like, <laughs> I was kind of like, no? Okay. All right, fine. Fine. What do I win? Like, what do I win? The, you get to see someone young and hot turn into an old 900-year-old person and then die right in front of your face. Thanks. What a trophy, guys. Thanks. Yeah. And then it, like, cuts to the hound. And he's like, ugh. I was like, okay. All right. We get it. Someone's keeps, cranky. Have another eating. chicken wing. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't anybody pick up that necklace, by the way? Davos, you're you're a handsome man, but you're no spring chicken. If I saw that mm-hmm. bitch fall over in the field, I would have run out there and grabbed that necklace. What's wrong with you? Yeah, I would have been scared to touch it, to be honest. I'd be I'd be afraid scared it would make me young and too youth. handsome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want people to like me for my brains. 
Yeah. I just, you know, like, I can't deal with jealous bitches, you know? So, uh, so Tyrion is, so Tyrion's next to da- uh, Daenerys, and he's like, mm, a fitting end. He'll be forever loyal to you. And she's like, see, you're not the only one who's clever. And then Sansa just, like, looks over at Daenerys like, you fucking bitch. Yeah. Sansa's ready to kill her. <laughs> kill her. So then Brienne and, uh... Jamie kind of look at each other, and I'm like, when did this happen? I get that they're friends, and she's always had kind of a crush on him, but Mm -hmm. things kind of escalated in a way I didn't see them coming. I also, to be fair, I actually never really got romantic chemistry from them. I thought it was more like a, like, I feel like she, like, he was like the first guy since Renly who, who, like, like looked out for her and saw her as like a human instead of like a like a tall freak of nature is what she always perceived. Not that tall people are freaks of nature. I'm just saying that that's what she thinks. And uh, I didn't see it as that she was pining for him because you know as we said before she was like more masculine or whatever. So I thought she was sort of like a you know I sort of thought she was a closeted lesbian. I'm not gonna lie, you know. And I know it's not to say that just because you are a lady with more sort of like masculine. Um, tendencies in the traditional sense you were automatically a lesbian but I sort of thought that was just sort of like a token token thing for the population I thought she always so, really liked him because she looked like she was always crushing and then he looked at her like Danny looked at um, Jorah like sorry never gonna touch mm-hmm. this fucking my sister get in line you know I, saw, I, I just figured like she saw in him someone who like saw her as a human and he saw in her someone who like took a chance on him and didn't just see him as like the vile night slayer who sleeps with the sister. And so I thought they had like not sexual chemistry. I thought they just had amazing, like we get each other chemistry. And that was what was going to power them through like the, like an amazing, beautiful friendship. And then they thought it's also sexual. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but first now it's Davos and Tyrion talking and he's like, damn it. I still can't get over not killing that old bitch. I wanted to kill her. I wanted to kill her. I swore I'd kill her. I saw her to her face and I said, show me your boobies all you want. I'm going to kill you. And he's like, well, I'm sure you had your reasons. And Tyrion doesn't care. He's just going to get drunk no matter what. Yeah. Davos is like, now he's like just mad at everything. He's like, the Lord of Light. We did, we fought his war. We won his war for him. And then he just fucks off. He doesn't even give us any signs of blessings. It's like, well, what do you want, Davos? You didn't believe in him for, like, the entire Totally. Series. Davos is want, that what? guy who goes want, to like, church one time and then he's like, God never answered my prayers. It's like, well, <laughs> you know, you basically came for presents. Okay? You came yeah. on Christmas for presents and this is not your wish list. Okay, sir? Yeah. This what is not you your Amazon Davos? wish list. Yeah, the blessing is that you're alive, sir. You're alive and you shouldn't even be alive. And you're still okay? hot. Look at your twinkly eyes. I mean, can't, isn't that oh. enough? Isn't that enough? So then we're back. Then then Tyrion goes over to the the fireplace, which is now like a landmark on this show because like a million scenes take place at this fireplace. And uh, Tyrion goes over there. Oh, and guess who's staring at him? Bran. Yeah, this we have another soap opera looks where yeah. uh, it's like Sansa's looking at John, but John's looking at Danny, and Danny's looking over the crowd, and then Bran is just sitting there, you know, with his fucking hard candy. <laughs> so Tyrion says to Tyrion's like oh like you know that's a cool sort of like wheelchair that you've got there and Bran's like it's the same one that Daron Targaryen made for his crippled nephew 120 years ago and I was like okay great so you've got like 
he's such a hipster right like such a hipster like yeah i just found this cool thing like it was it's 120 years old found in this amazing vintage shop like you wouldn't know about it but i found it and i like that Tyrion's kind of like hunting for uh, a thank you because he's like yeah but isn't that clever it's even better than the saddle that i made you and he's like yeah <laughs> some you know it was designed by that guy and he's like okay still yeah. no thank you okay i'll do, why don't i just uh ignore the fact that i put all that time into designing you a saddle how about that my other favorite part was that when he said uh, Daron uh, Targaryen, I really thought he had said Diane Targaryen. And <laughs> I love the idea that there's like a Diane Targaryen out there. It's like, like Diane Weist, and it's played by Diane Weist. She, yeah, she sells Avon. She goes from castle to castle. <laughs> it's like, hey, uh, Diane Targaryen's here again. Does anyone want a, anyone want any Avon? Like, no? Yeah, neurotic Diane Weist, like apologizing for her family at every living room she stops at. I'm sorry. She sorry. always has. But, you know. <laughs> come and have tea. She's like, I just need to talk to you about my my niece Daenerys. She's a really good girl. I just want you to give her a shot. Now, what you season know? would you think you are? Uh, so Tyrion's like, well, Bran, you know more about our history than anyone, Diane Weist and all. And Bran's like, yes, <laughs> the human brain weighs about eight pounds. It's like, thanks, Bran. Okay, popcorn takes yeah. two and a half minutes to pop in a microwave. All right, Bran. <laughs> Yeah. So Tyrion's like, Tyrion's like, well, now, well, you're the you're the new Lord of Winterfell now, and, and Bran's like, hmm. He's like, well, you don't want it. He's like, I don't really want anymore. Yoga camp, <laughs> fucking yoga camp. I'm telling you, whatever, Bran. Whatever. We know you have an Amazon wish list. Yeah. Okay. I don't want. He's like, mm-hmm. okay, I'm gonna go get drunker. How about that? And he's like, I envy yeah. you for not wanting. Whatever that means, yeah. yoga camp. And then Bran's like, you shouldn't envy me. Mostly, I live in the past. And then he's wheeled away by his new nurse, I guess. I don't know who even wheeled him away, but thanks a lot for giving them some credit. What an obnoxious thing to say about yourself. You know, I live in the past. Like, that's usually an insult. <laughs> and he's like, he's like reclaiming it and like making and like owning it. And I don't like that. Yeah, me neither, especially after yoga camp, because that's where you learn not to live in the past. You know, Bran is very confusing. He's very vintage. Yeah, very vintage. So Tormund uh, is talking to Sansa and everybody, and they're like, John, get wasted! And this is where all the guys are, like, <laughs> celebrating John. They're like, oh, yeah. remember that woman who came with those dragons? Who cares? Fuck her. John wrote one. A man! A man on a dragon! It's like, oh, jeez, yeah. of course they're going to not give Daenerys any credit. Right, exactly. And they're just, like, toasting to him and everything. But, but I will say, I mean, Daenerys is, like, doing her... She's, like, trying to, like, really win people over. She's, like, to... What was her name again? Anya Stark. Uh, Arya Stark, the hero of Winterfell. Yeah. And they're, like, no, the real hero's right here, Dragon Rider. And they're all, yeah. like, you know, playing swords with their dicks. They're, like, yeah, penises. We've all got penises. Penises! And then Danny's like, okay, great. A bunch of fucking men not giving me credit. I'm going to go work on my weave. So then she, yeah. like, walks off all mad. Well, yeah. Well, I think, well, for me, the way I took it was because we the camera sort of, like, zooms in on her face. And she's just sort of, like, staring ahead and, like, having a moment. Because what basically Tormund is like, he's like, oh, Jon Snow. He's the only guy I know to get murdered. And then... Come back to life. Yeah, most people, when they get murdered, they stay the, stay away. Not this one. He's crazy. He rides a dragon. The only one who rides a dragon is a madman or a mad woman. And the way I took that was her being like, am I being crazy like my brother? Am I crazy now? Am I crazy? 
So I thought. Oh, she was, like, I took it as her like, being like, "Oh, they're celebrating him as the new king." When hello, I'm sitting right there. Do I need to walk out of a fucking fire for you people? Like, what do I have you're, to do? You're, it could be a little bit of both, actually. It could Who be knows? a little bit of her being like, like, uh, like, oh my god, you know, like they sell, they'll never be queen. They only celebrate him, and then her then at the same time being like, oh my god. Why am I thinking like this? I'm crazy. Oh, my God. Am I just like my crazy brother? Am I the Mad King but in woman form? You know, she could be doing all that. Well, I think that that's definitely what the audience is thinking. <laughs> like, she's this about to I'm lose thinking. her shit, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, she is. And I like that also that when she is, like, having this, like, internal monologue that then she, like, looks away and then, like, Varys is, like, right up in her face like, hmm. Yeah, Varys. Oh, my queen. He's always like, oh, someone's in a mood. Look at that. And he knows exactly what's going on, you know? Mm-hmm. So she walks off all mad, and the guys are like, penises! Yeah, penises! <laughs> Penis! So then uh, Brienne, and then then we start this weird game of Never Have I Ever. It was the weirdest yeah. part, I think, of the entire series for me. I didn't, I didn't really get yeah. it. Yeah. It was like, well, I think the weirdest part will always be Ed Sheeran showing up in the middle of the show to sing some annoying song. But I think, like, it was weird. They were like, they were like very caustic questions. And so it was Jamie and Tyrion and Podrick and Brienne. And Brienne's like now, like, like now that she's smiled, she's sort of like, you know, like smiling more, like getting used to it, and like kicking off the training wheels and everything. So they're like asking questions, and Jamie's like. You have danced with Renly Bar- Baratheon, and she likes like drink. She danced, you know, and so they're all getting like excited and they're having fun. But there's always someone who ruins it. Of course, it's Tyrion. You know, it's always the drunkest one who takes it too far. Yeah, and he's like, "You're a virgin," and she's like, "Gulp," and he's like, "You've never slept with a man or a woman or a goat, yeah, or a frog, <laughs> or even a stick, or a dragon. not even a stick, or even pottery." <laughs> I can't believe you've been walking around with Patrick all this time and you haven't even enjoyed his beautiful dick. Yeah, and she's like, I'm done. I was like, okay. Back to cry face. Yeah, so she gets up and jets. Well, she's like, I have to piss. I'm a man still. And so she goes out (laughs) and uh, Jamie follows her out there. And then yeah. everyone else is still, you know, partying and stuff. And then Podrick, (laughs) it's just Podrick. And uh, Tormund looks down at him and he's like, so... And he sees it's just Podrick and just walks off awkwardly. He's like, yeah, I'm not talking to that guy. <laughs> it was truly like a scene from She's All That. Commercial. 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 Admit it. You think that cybercrime is something that happens to other people. You may think that no one wants your data or that hackers can't grab your passwords or credit card details, but you would be wrong. Yeah, stealing data from unsuspecting people on public Wi-Fi is one of the simplest and cheapest ways for hackers and the undead to make money. When you leave your internet connection unencrypted, you might as well be writing your passwords and credit card numbers on a huge billboard for the rest of the world to see. That's why we decided to take action. To protect ourselves from cyber criminals, we use ExpressVPN. ExpressVPN secures and anonymizes your internet browsing by encrypting your data and hiding your public IP address. Yeah, ExpressVPN has easy-to-use apps that run seamlessly in the background of your computer, phone, and tablet. Turning on ExpressVPN protection only takes one click. And using ExpressVPN, we can safely surf on public Wi-Fi without being snooped on or having our personal data stolen. For less than 7 bucks a month, you can get the same ExpressVPN protection that we have. 
And ExpressVPN is also rated the number one VPN service by TechRadar and comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee. Protect your online activity today and find out how you can get three months free at expressvpn.com slash crappening. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N dot com. Expressvpn.com slash crappening for three months free with a one-year package. Go to expressvpn.com slash crappening to learn more. So now, so now Tormund is, is like crying and he's literally crying to the hound right now who's like on his fifth chicken and sixth <laughs> jug of wine. Yeah, he's like standing against the wall because no one will ask him to dance. Yeah, <laughs> he's the moody like art student in the teen movie, yeah, you know, with chicken. He's like yeah. brooding and eating chicken. So Tormund's like crying. He's like, my heart is broken. She left with another man. He's like, don't touch me, please. <laughs> and so just another hot girl comes up and she's like, you can touch me. I'm not afraid of wild things. And he's like, maybe you should be. Eyebrow, eyebrow. And uh, so he goes off with her. And then another girl is like, I'd even fuck you. And he's like, no, thanks. I like drinking better. Fuck off, hooker. Yeah. So she scampers away. And then Sansa sits down and she's like, she could have made you happy. He's like, there's only one thing that can make me happy. And she's like, what's that? He goes, it's my business. It's a basket from Harry and David. Damn it, did I say that out loud? <laughs> a fruit bouquet. Damn it. <laughs> Inside A nice down. exfoliant scrub. Damn it. <laughs> Why do I say these things to people? I've always wanted to try Zumba. Oh! Uh. I just need a new lemon verbena <laughs> candle. Oh, why? They keep coming out. <laughs> and he's like, why are you looking at me? It used to be you couldn't even look at me. And she's like, that was a long time ago. I've seen a lot worse than you since then. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I've heard. You were broken in. You were broken in real rough. And she's like, yes. And he got what he deserved. I gave it to him. And he goes, how? And she goes, hounds and they laugh they're like oh god he's like hey that's me (laughs) then he says honestly what what i've been thinking for a long time he's like none of this would have happened if you had left king's landing with me no little finger no ramsey none of it and then she's like well without little finger and ramsey and all the rest i would have stayed a little bird all my life i'm like "Mm, yeah but you also went through like the worst torture and violation that a human could probably go through so i think I think I probably would have I don't know. A, Has a any bird. woman escaped that on this show? I mean, I figure no. I figure it's like, well, at least my torture ended with a possible throne. You know what I mean? Torture with you would have been like going around God knows where while you eat chicken and fart on me while I'm on the back of your horse. <laughs> like, no thanks. I'll take it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, this is sort of like a zero-sum game for Sansa, <laughs> which is like every season is a zero-sum game for her. She's just always thrown in some terrible situation. Yeah. I know it's almost so, weird not seeing Sansa totally screwed over by life in this. In this, I know, you know? It, it was weird. So then we go outside and like everyone is like just wasted and they're like being messy and they're just like kissing. And I was like, well, so much for what the Hound was saying before when he was like trying to shame Gendry for being horny and wanting some Arya action. I was like, no, everyone's like kind of they're everyone's horny right now. Yeah. So Arya is celebrating in her own way by practicing shooting arrows at Cersei's head. So yeah. Gendry comes in and he's like, I'm celebrating as well. I'm not just Gendry Rivers now. I'm Gendry <laughs> Geraldo Rivera. <laughs> oh, the chair throwing. Uh, mustache. <laughs> yeah, he's, he tells her he got a title and stuff. And he's like, I'm Gendry Baranthian of Storm's End by order of the Queen. And she's like, oh, yeah, congrats. Would you move out of the way? Because I'm about to shoot you in the face. How about yeah. that? Yeah. 
you know, you know what I don't like on this show, and Aria does it a lot. The like coquettish. Um, I just, I just flung an arrow right by your nose. Like, isn't like tee hee hee? I'm flirting with you by doing that. Like, like that's not cool. Actually, if I'm walking, <laughs> and you shoot an arrow that goes right in front of my nose and like hits a wall, like, like, like five inches from my face. I'm not like, oh, hey. Like, like, why would you ever do that to get someone's attention? Why would you risk their life just to say, hey, what's up? Okay, just say, hey, Gendry, over here. I'm Arya. Arya, over here. Yeah. You know? Oh, not your kind of foreplay. No, it's just that's – like, like you know what? Like, there should be an option on, like, OkCupid. Okay, not into arrows in the face when flirting. Well, God, there should be. There's so many kinks now. You really have to watch out out there. It's like, how many times can you be spat at in the face while you're making out with someone before you're like, okay, do I need to put, I don't want to be spat upon on my profile? Like, what is going on in the world? You, you probably know? do, actually. Really you don't probably... enjoy being peed on, okay? We're punched. How about that? Hey, I could use less strangling. How about that, Tinder? Thanks. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. dating. Dating, am I right? So anyway, yeah. um, is like, yeah, I'm a man now. And she's like, oh, my God. And he's like, you want to get married? Let's get married. You're going to be a great lady of, you know, whatever. And she's like, oh, poor boy. Like, who the who the fuck thinks I just killed the Dark Knight and now I'm going to just be someone's wife at their, their fucking nouveau riche castle? Get the fuck out yeah, of here, I'm gonna Gendry. Go, I'm going to go to to whatever island or wherever it is. I'm just going to go there. Like... Uh, oh, okay. I'm, so I'm just supposed to go to Paramus now? Yeah. She's like, congrats. When I just killed the worst person in the history <laughs> yeah. of our planet? She's like, congrats Me? on making manager at Burlington Coat Factory. <laughs> but I kind of have higher aims in life. Okay? In case you didn't know, I have a lit agent now. I'm going on a book tour. And I am signing a music deal. Sorry. Bye. But please don't lose my number. I love texts. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> Stay in touch. <laughs> Say out a hot pie for me. <laughs> Bye. So she's like, "Yeah, no, get out." So, but actually, first she makes I'm actually out pulling with him. up a storm. I'm, I, I'm pulling up a map of Westeros because I'm actually very curious. Where is Storm's End? Storm's End is not the same as that island that um, that uh, Daenerys made her. That's like dragons. Something yeah, that's other, where right? they are. I'm, that's where they go later in this episode. I'm like dragons, gonna make everyone crazy bow. right now. I'm, I'm looking up a map, everyone. Don't worry, we're gonna get to the bottom of it. Oh, I see. Okay, so Storm's End is like down there. Not. Never mind. I'm, I'm okay. I'm glad I cleared that up for like everyone. I'm sure everyone's really happy with that. <laughs> yeah. Dragonstone is Daenerys's island, by the way. Yeah, yeah. That's what I said. Because I write down that. Sorry, I didn't hear you because I was rambling about something <laughs> inconsequential. I'm so proud. I know that. Thank you very much. Do not take credit <laughs> away from me. So Gendry's like, I'm not a lord. I can't even use a fork. Let's get married. I'm like, is that supposed to be a proposal? Like, so what? You're gonna eat with your hands, and I'm supposed to have your babies, Burlington. So she's like, you're wonderful, you were a great late, you're hot, you're good at weapons, but I'm not going to be your wife. I'm not a lady, okay? Now, bye. Yeah. And then she just she's goes like, back um, to shooting while he cries. Yeah, exactly. She's like, in case you didn't uh, know, like, Robert, your your dad was actually a jerk. It's, like, not such an honor to be, like, married to a Baratheon. So yeah. I'm I'm going to go back to, like, changing people's faces around and, and fucking shit up. Yeah, okay? stay hot. Bye. So yeah. Brienne is in her room adding logs to a fire, and ja- this is like such a porn scene. Jamie comes in, he's like, "It's so hot in here. Oh, jeez, God, I gotta take off the shirt." <laughs> it was like a porn scene, and also, it, like at, at moments, it felt a little 
problematic. It felt like a little like hashtag me too, right? Like no. he just walks in and he starts taking off his clothing. I'm like, mm, it was hot. No, she said she keeps that hot because of the because she's was up north. And he's like, you know what I've learned? I hate the fucking north. And she's like, it grows on you. Is he still taking off his clothes? He's like, no. <laughs> I would love to fix your cable. Where's that? Where's that? Yeah. I heard like, you had some leaky pipes in here. Where, where are those? I also have this pizza here that was delivered to you. She's like, and then she's like, I mean, she doesn't help the situation either. She's like, well, when you come to the north, you have to keep a fire on and put more wood on it. Oh, bad choice of words there, huh? Yes, because you're, now you're naked. Okay, bad choice of words. And he's like, so what about Tormund? Not going to give him any? He looked very sad when you left. And she's like, but you sound quite jealous. He's like, I do, don't I? It's getting hot in here. So thank God for your quilts. So then they... I am getting so hot. I'm going to take my clothes off. But it's like 10 layers of clothes. It's a lot. They really did prepare for the winter because it's like a Henley and then there's like a thermal. Yeah. It's just a lot. So she starts taking off his shirt and then he starts with hers. And she's like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm trying to take off your shirt. She's like, oh, God. Men still don't know how to work bras. Let me just do it. Get your fucking hands off me. <laughs> so she just gets them both Hand. going and then they, they do it. They bone. You know? Congrats. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, listen, it wasn't what I was expecting, but I was happy that it happened because I, you know, Brienne's my favorite, and I'm happy that she finds happiness. And you know, like Brienne deserves to have some fun times in bed, and and so more power to her. I, I'm very happy. Yeah. So then is John literally <laughs> this scene? So John is in the crypts now, and he's doing thinking face where it's yeah. cry face, but he's literally rubbing his temples like I'm thinking deeply in this scene. Like, what is this? I'm like, Level everyone's having improv? fun except what? for you, John. <laughs> everyone's having fun but you. So Danny comes down and she's like, are you drunk? And he's like, no, I was just rubbing my temples to indicate that I'm thinking. <laughs> Still trying to work on this math problem that someone told me at dinner. I don't understand. It's something about the train is going west at 45 miles per hour and another train's going east and they're going past Syracuse. I don't even know what these words even mean. It's like, have you ever heard that the human brain weighs eight pounds? Can't <laughs> stop thinking about it. <laughs> Bran keeps telling me about these concepts that just drive me nuts. Something about Amazon.com. What hmm. is that? So he's like, sorry, Jora died. You know, I know he wanted to die protecting you, so score for him. And she's like, he loved me and I couldn't love him back. Not the way he wanted. Not the way I love you. Is that all right? And then they make out and stuff. And then and he's like, they... when you said the way you love me, you mean like the love an aunt has for her nephew, right? <laughs> uh, boner killer, John. So she starts ripping off her clothes and he just like gets all stressed out. He's like, I can't. I have things to talk about. She's like, ugh, this is what I get for being with a sensitive person. You know, it's like, oh, God, right. let's talk about your feelings first. How about that? A sensitive person slash your nephew. Yes, exactly. So, she, so she's, yeah. Good. So she's basically all sad because she's like, "Oh, I was trying to forget. Everyone looked at you with love, but they don't look at me the same way up here. Down there, they do, but not up here." I'm like, "Okay, da Daenerys, get over it. You're just you're, you're you're not at home. Like it's as simple as that. Like don't let the, like just don't take it so personally." So John does that humble thing he does. That humble brag thing is 
that thing he does where he's like, well, yes, it's the throne is mine, but I don't want the throne. No, I couldn't. And she's like, it doesn't matter what you want, Dope, okay? Everybody loves you, okay? And if they're telling you you're going to be the queen, they're not going to pay attention to me. Do you understand what I'm saying, okay? <laughs> Do you hear me? <laughs> he's like, mm, no, I... Hold on, let me put my finger and on my forehead a little bit. Okay, now I can finish. This is my literal thinking cap right now, Daenerys. He's like, no, Literally I'm just going to tell everybody that I'm their king, but I would rather you do it somebody that they don't know and she's like don't say anything she's like if you want if you want a piece of this ever again you won't tell anybody the information that you have that i'm still not sure i should be believing just taking your word for it but whatever okay do not tell anybody he's like but i want it again and she's like if you do you will say nothing and then he's like like, i have to tell sansa and aria and she's like she wants me gone and you on the iron throne he's like no she doesn't It's like, have you even met Sansa Stark? She's wanted power since the very first episode, okay? Remember when she had hearts in her eyeballs when she saw King Joffrey? Okay, she... Daenerys is right. Daenerys is right. Well, he's like, it's not that she doesn't like you. It's just that you asked for her to go back to the grocery store for your your troops after she'd already been. She's like, ah! (laughs) God damn it! She's like, do not (sighs) tell her. He's like, promise, pinky swear. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so basically he's like, you are my queen, and nothing will change that. And they are my family. We can live together. She's like, we can, and I've just told you how. With secrets, like wasps. <laughs> and then she She's leaves. like, have you ever seen ordinary people? Okay. <laughs> and then she leaves with robot face. And then Jamie <laughs> is just staring at Brienne sleeping, which is never a good sign, you know? No, he now That's feels, the same. I can't tell if you felt guilty or, or regret. Well, they were probably like, why does this fur smell like Arya? (laughs) But that's the same look that Arya was giving. Well, I guess she was looking away from Gendry after they boned. You know, the one sleeping is always the one who gets screwed over. And the one staying awake is always like, I'm so fucking my sister after this. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta keep it in the family. So so now it's like the next day. And uh, Grey Worm and uh, John and a few others are like in the the Winterfell war room. And so we've learned that, like, half the army is gone. Half their men are gone, which is actually, like, pretty good. I thought, like, we were down to, like, a solid, like, one-sixteenth of the army was left. So the fact that they only lost half, impressive. Yeah, they saved know? some Dothraki. <laughs> That's nice. Yeah, that was actually really nice to hear. We, I thought the Dothrakis were gone. Yeah, I did, too. So they're playing with little Monopoly pieces, and Danny has the little <laughs> dog, which is so cute. I never figured. Yeah. I never thought she was, like, a little dog person. Uh, and she made sure she has the a dog? Shoe. You mean like Ghost? Was she hanging out with Ghost the Direwolf? Or you mean like... Her Monopoly piece. Oh, oh sorry. Took me, took me a while. <laughs> Pick up what you Cersei's were trying to the say little there. shoe. Um, so she's <laughs> like... John's the, the top hat. Ooh, they're like, okay, so the Golden Cup... We're fucked, basically. <laughs> like, Cersei has everybody, and we have a bunch of people that we just burned. So I'm not sure what we're yeah. going to do. And Missandei's like... Well, when the people find out what we've done, I'm like, how are they going to find out? Are you going to get some ads out on Facebook? Yeah. <laughs> going to do some social media marketing. You can do a Twitter campaign. Masande. I can never say it for some reason. Well, Grey Worm says it Masande, but then the writers on the After the Thrones say it Missandy? Can we talk about those After the Thrones? I'm sticking with Masande. Can we talk about After the Thrones for a second? So I watch it. I, I, I try to watch it. I didn't watch it tonight, actually, because I, I wanted to eat this, a bite of food before we came on. 
But I think it's so funny because one of them is like really happy and he's like, we had a great time shooting this episode. And the other one sits there with his arms crossed, just staring down at the floor going, you know, it was really important for us to make sure that Grey Worm had a moment. We really needed to establish that for the audience. Mm -hmm. I'm like, you know, cheer up, sir. You have the biggest show in the world. Yeah, and he's Cheer like up. really smart and talented, but he can't look people in the eye. He's one of those, you yeah. know. He's like, I will he's not like look at the too. camera. I will not look at the camera. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I think he's married to um, what's her face. Um, you know, she was in that. She was in that movie. Nope. <laughs> she played the daughter of God. Why do you get yourself no, we into do these? I'm not even answering this because I write down notes to look smart, and then Amanda you're like, Pete. "What was that?" Amanda Pete. I did it myself. Amanda Pete. Oh, that's him. No, the guy who won't look you in the eye. That's not him. He's. I think he's married to Amanda Pete. Oh my God! I'm gonna look up Amanda Pete because I used to wait on him then at the Moroccan restaurant. Really? Oh my God! That's him. Yeah, God, I didn't even recognize it, him. I think so. I don't want to send people down the wrong path. Like, what do I care? The waiter. Be. It's like, what does the waiter think about this relationship? <laughs> people are like, glad I tuned into this podcast, okay? Ronnie served Amanda Peets. And you know what she ate? It rhymed. She used to really like golden beets. <laughs> and I used to say Amanda Pete likes golden beets. <laughs> They're going to work that into the show. They're going to work that. David Benioff is going to work golden beets. She's like, Davey. My only request is, can you just please put some golden beats into the show? It'll be like a, like when Carol Burnett tugs her ear, it'll be you tugging her oh, your ear. Good. So stupid. So anyway, yeah, back to the show. So they're playing, you know, they're playing Monopoly, and uh, uh, Missandei is like, "Oh no, they'll be totally cool with us," and she's like, "No, Cersei will make them not believe us. We will rip her out, root and stem." And then Tyrion's like, "Um, we're going to get her out without destroying everyone in that city, right? Am I right, guys? Am I right? (laughs) Because, like, once we invade, there's this, like, really cool apartment that I've had my eye on. So could we, like, not destroy the place? Thanks. I've been all over this, uh, all over this world, and I have not found a whorehouse. (laughs) Like, I have that one. So please don't destroy that. Destroy everything but the whorehouse. That'd be great. Yeah. So, so John's basically like, hey, why don't we, like, Let's just do a siege. So they're going to do a siege because because uh, the siege will make the people realize that Cersei's the real the real enemy. Yada yada yada. Uh, but then the big issue, the big bone of contention, is that Sansa's like, great, love the idea. I'm so glad we're going to do that. So let's do that in like what, like a month and a half or so. Well, let's let everyone like rest and recuperate. And Daenerys is like, well, how long do you suggest, bitch? <laughs> At which point, and she's like, well, I would have to ask the individual army people and she's like um i come north to fight for you and now the time to reciprocate you just want to take a nap and sansa's like um yeah people are tired so you want to throw them into a war they're not gonna win and she's like the longer i leave my enemies alone the stronger they grow now it will take nineteen thousand hours to march there (laughs) seven hours make a huge difference let's get on the road yeah seriously she's like um also you landed on boardwalk and i have a hotel there so pay up bitch pay up and john's like listen when the little dog says it's time to kill the little shoe we will obey (laughs) you are my queen queen dog and then go directly to king's landing (laughs) do not pass go do not collect two hundred dollars and so the (laughs) sisters are all pissy and then um yeah you know, basically. Because John yeah. takes Daenerys aside. He's like, the northern forces will honor their promises, yada, yada. Um, and then he is, casually mentions that uh, Sir Jamie is going to stay in Winterfell as a guest. And everyone's like, ugh. 
you know. So then uh, Daenerys is like, we have won the Great War, and now we will win the last war. And then the Seven Kingdoms, men will live without war and cruelty with their rightful king after she burns tens of thousands of them. (laughs) Yeah. Sansa just staring at her like, this bitch, this bitch. So then Arya's like, John, we need a word. And then, like, the camera focuses on Bran just sitting there like, shut up, Bran, just staring at John in this meeting all this time. I know. It's the guy in the family meeting without opinions on anything until the very last second. It's like, okay, who's going to clean the counters after dinner? I don't want to. I don't want to. And then everyone takes the job. And then Bran, the very end, is like, I shall clean the counters. And you're like, damn it, Bran. (laughs) Yeah. Where do you find that? He's brought like, yeah, he's like brought like some weird artisanal whiskey that like we we're supposed to be impressed with. And we're like, Bran, like I would actually be more impressed if you helped us clean up. Okay. He's like, no, but drinking is part. The mirth is part of the celebration. It's part of the cleanup process. No, Bran. He's trying to pass you a vape that's flavored like Fruit Loops. You're like, oh God, hipster. Oh. Seriously. He's like just rediscovered American cheese in an ironic way. <laughs> the fact that it tastes like plastic. Is kind of the point, don't you think? <laughs> <laughs> so it's a family. It's time for a family meeting outside by the tree. Um, and so basically, you know, John is like, "No, like we should go. We should do what Daenerys says. We have to hold up our end of the bargain. Like, because if it weren't for her, we'd be dead." And Sansa's like, "Um, but Arya killed the Night King. Hello." <laughs> and he goes, "But I swore, I swore an oath." And Arya's like, "Yeah, I respect that." And Sansa's like, "What the fuck, Arya?" She goes, "We needed her, her army, her dragons. You did the right thing, and we're doing the right thing by telling you we don't trust that bitch." And he's like, "You don't even know her." It's like, "You don't know her either. She's not one of us." She's like, "We are a family." He's like, if you only trust people you grow up with, you'll never have any allies. And then uh, Arya, of course, is like, I don't need fucking allies. Have you seen me shoot? Okay. We are the last <laughs> yeah. of the Starks. The four of us. We're family. Genetically. Blood. My blood. He's like, okay, God. I'm going to put He's on like, my cry oh. face. Now. Hold on. Let me marinate in some cry face. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> While you do that, John, I'm just going to remind you that we are linked by the blood and genetics and DNA of our shared father, which we most certainly share. He's like, damn it, I must tell you. And Sansa's like, yes, but just a reminder while you're getting cryface ready, you are as much Ned Stark's child as any of us, genetically, because of blood. And Arya's like, you're my brother, not a bastard brother or a half-brother or some brother without my blood or some other brother, brother, brother. You're, You're not from some other crazy race like the Targaryens, which are long gone, except for Daenerys, who obviously you could not be related to because you're sleeping with her. Mm. You're a Stark. And John's John's cry face is like totally scrunchy, like full scrunchy <laughs> mode. And then Bran's like, um. The tree is rolling its eyes. <laughs> and then Bran, like, oh, sure okay. enough, last second Bran over there. He's like, it's your choice. And the sisters look <laughs> at Bran like assist. this one. You know? Yeah, this one. So John's like, all right. I have to tell you something, but you have to swear not to tell another soul. And they're like, okay. He's like, Bran, you do it. I'm like, oh. you t- Between Bran and John, you know what? Like, sometimes they really get under my skin. Yeah, this makes me want the women in charge so bad. I wish I could turn back time and, like, you know, vote for Hillary again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because Bran's making them all swear to something. They're like, you have to, I want to, I want to tell you something, but you have to swear not to tell anyone. You have to swear. They're like, but we don't even know what it is. She's like, swear. I'm like, oh God, he's such a, like, okay. Yeah. Okay, John. So John's like, tell them. And Bran's like, the human brain, not that. <laughs> 
Bran. <laughs> Tell them the truth. So Bran's like, re- reformatting. And then we cut to uh, Tyrion and Jamie uh, because Jamie mm-hmm. is going to be staying uh, with Brienne, supposedly. And Jamie's like, well, I'm staying because she's sworn to protect the Starks. So go ahead, say something snide. And Tyrion's like, I'm happy. You're happy. And I'm happy that you finally have to climb for it. You know how long I've been waiting to tell a tall person joke? Also a climbing joke to someone who killed someone that was climbing. Do you see how this all comes full circle? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Now, if I can only work in a hand joke and also... Oh, okay. So, um, So they're just hanging out. And then Bronn walks in with the crossbow. And he's like, he's like, hello. And they're all sort of like, like, Bron, what's going on? But wait, why do you have that murderous weapon that King Joffrey used to kill a prostitute? What's going on yeah, here? Yeah, that um, Tyrion used to kill his daddy. Yeah. What's going on? This, is, this, this doesn't feel as friendly as it, would, as it would appear normally. And then Bron, classy as ever, he's like, I knew you were fucking her. <laughs> and then Tyrion's the first question isn't, what are you doing here? He goes... Where's your drink? And what are you yeah. doing here? <laughs> yeah, so they're talking. And basically, Bronn is like, Cersei basically promised me um, uh, River Run uh, from if I kill you guys. Um, but, you know, like, I don't think that she's really going to, like, I don't think that she's really going to come through with it because I think you guys are going to beat her. And Tyrion ke- keeps trying to, like, interrupt and, like, ask questions. So finally Bronn just, like, punches him in the face. Yeah, he's <laughs> like, I've never hit a dwarf, but speak again and I'll belt you. And he's like, but! And he's like, boom! He's like, ah! <laughs> so basically he's like, look, I'm going to kill you because she's giving me River Run. And he's like, what's double that? You said you double my reward, so what's double that? And so Tyrion offers him... um High Garden. High Garden, yeah. And, Which is where the, the Tyrells were from, if I remember correctly. And Jamie's like, um, no. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, Jamie had, like, a real, like, bee in his bonnet about this. He's like, no, like, that's, like, High Garden is, like, way too nice for him. I'm like, you're the one who destroyed High Garden, basically. You went in there and you, with your army, and killed beautiful Diana Rigg. Well, I guess she killed herself, really. But either way. Um, yeah, no. and he's like... You don't get to talk for Highgarden. Yeah, and he's like, there will never be a cutthroat in charge of Highgarden. And he's like, oh, please. How the hell did your family start? Okay? Someone stole it, okay? Your dad, your your great-grandfather stole it, and then they gave it to you idiots, and then you ruined everything. Which is just... It was a beautiful speech, really. You know? He says it in yeah. such an indelicate way, but it was... It was... Beautiful. <laughs> It, it was. I, I, I could sense the tears rolling down your cheek. Like it is so true. The origins of all these houses. <laughs> yeah. So then we see the hound on a horse, like a a, a, a lovely horse with very like um, foofy ankles. And so he's on this horse, and like Arya pulls up next to him because he's like leaving Winterfell, and Arya's like, "Hello." And she's like, "Where are you going?" And he's like, "I got some unfinished business." I don't know why he has to always be so cryptic about everything, you know? Like, just say. Like, you he's gotta, like, we're you gotta out go of chicken brother. here, is basically what he's saying. He's like, I just yeah. took the last chicken, because he's eating a chicken, like, right now. And she's yeah. like, well, I do, too. And he's like, well, great. You're gonna kill me again? What if I get hurt this time? You gonna help me? She's like, probably not, huh? <laughs> After all, I'm way too busy, as I have just killed the Night King. Yes, it's funny how they're both like competing. They're competing with each other to see who's the most dead inside. He's like, "I must have been good to stick that horned fucker." She's like, "I guess it's better than dying." 
I'm like, okay, you two are going to be a real fun road trip together, okay? Yeah. So he's like, I don't plan on coming back. She's like, neither do I, which makes me sad. It makes me sad that Arya's leaving Winterfell and, like, may never see her family again. I don't like that. I don't want her to die yeah. or to go away forever. Well, Cersei's the last on her list. I know, and then she'll probably go back to the house of the the whatever's, and then um uh you know do you like how I'm just like driving all the Game of Thrones well, the house of the, the house of whatever the house of the whatevers <laughs> that's our house you know the faces that's our house if we were queens house of whatever <laughs> okay bring me your problems what's your problem a dragon ate my goat whatever next. <laughs> Yeah, our sigil will just be a jeep that totally paused at the stop sign. No, ours will just be like the the whatever sign where you put your thumbs together and branch at your fingers and whatever. (laughs) Way harsh, Terrell. Get it? Mm. Get it? Um. Anyway, so now Danny's watching the dragons, uh, or she's with the dragons, and uh, one flies off, and then she boards the other one, and then Sansa's down on the ground just watching them fly around. (laughs) Like I'm taking that bitch out. Okay. I like that he said she boards the other one like it's an airplane. <laughs> <laughs> like she checked her overhead baggage and put up her put up her <laughs> she put her seat in the correct position. Yeah, they're like, sorry, like, ma'am, but um up. you didn't call twenty four hours before, so you're on group C. You're gonna have to wait another fifteen minutes. Okay. <laughs> She's like about to take off. She's like, Oh shoot, hold on, I've gotta put my I've gotta put my my sword in airplane mode. One second. So Tyrion comes out to talk to Sansa. And he's like, my lady. And she's like, ignore face. Ignore <laughs> face. <laughs> it's like, my lord is the standard response. And she's like, why this bitch? He's like, yeah. listen, I know that she loves your brother. She's like, that doesn't mean she's going to be a good queen. Are you fucking kidding me? She was curling her hair during a battle. <laughs> yeah, she's super crabby right now. She's like, not in the mood for Tyrion. Not in the mood for these dragons over Winterfell. Because you know that those dragons, by the way... You know, they're not potty trained. When they take a shit, they take a shit, and it lands right on top of the castle. Uh, Sansa's so mad. So she's like, <laughs> she's, she won't be a good queen. And Tar- uh, Tyrion's like, um, you, you seem determined not to like her. You should get to know her better. Um, she has great stories, like mm, the time she was enslaved and then started everyone on fire. Mm, or the time that her dragons were kidnapped. And she started everyone on fire. All the time. (laughs) (laughs) All the time that she invited Mercedes Rule into her house and she killed her husband. That was a good one, too. Yeah. And started everyone on fire again after that. (laughs) Started everyone on fire. Uh, Have I told you about the one where she smothered her zombie husband to death? That was was funny. Oh, wait. She started him on fire after that. (laughs) Do, Do you remember when she invited everyone to just a spectacular day of games at the arena and then it turns out that everyone got killed so then her dragon had to come in and yeah, start start them on fire. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, thanks. Thanks for proving my point, okay? He's like, just don't provoke her. And she's like, why are you afraid of her? Are you a scanty pants? And he's like, every good ruler has to inspire a bit of fear. She's like, uh, yeah, uh, look, men in my family don't do well in the capital, so I'm a little worried. Yeah. So he's like, has your brother once told you that he's not a Stark? She's like, Oh my god, he made me swear to secrecy, and you know? It's bullshit. And he's like, people love her. You've seen how they fight for her. She just wants to make the world a better place. I believe in her. Okay, you're not going to speak to me? I'm getting drunker. So he starts walking off, and then she's like, hold on, SARS. Totally kept that for at least 20 minutes, okay? (laughs) She's basically like, what if there's someone else? Someone better? 
and the- which made me wonder who is she talking is she talking about herself no, she's talking about John. She tells him the John oh. information. <laughs> oh, I thought she meant like someone else beside John. And I thought she was like, you know, I'm sick of discussing this. What if there's just like a third option? Yeah, she's like, what if I could find someone who's really good at typing? What do you think of that? <laughs> no, she's talking about John. Because then later, that's how he has the information that he tells basically Varys, who's like telling the entire goddamn world. You know, it's like calling Radar online. How did I? How did I totally misinterpret all this? I interpreted it as that 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 I okay all right. Well, I just I, figured it out because later he tells Varys, so that's the only way yeah. he would have known, right? I just <laughs> yes, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I was I was just along for the ride. I didn't really change anything, but I clearly just misinterpreted. I, I feel like every week there's some key thing that I just totally <laughs> mess up and I lose all my credibility as a Game of Thrones podcaster. Oh God, we have so much to begin with. I know. At this point, let's so just now, start at zero. You know, that's the best way to play poker. When you're just, you're done, and then you get kicked off the poker table, and you have to play with all, bananagrams with all the other losers at the kid's table. Yeah, it's yeah. more fun. So now, uh, Tormund has decided he's going to take the Free Folk home, back north, um, especially because the women don't seem to like him very much here. Talking about Brienne. Brienne. So, um, a perfectly so cute had- wench. I don't know what he's complaining about. You know, he's sensitive. For all his bluster, he's a very sensitive person. Almost, like, annoyingly sensitive. It's like, okay, you're just going to tell the story about how you crawled into bed with that giant again, and she nursed you for, like, eight weeks. <laughs> Got it. Got it. <laughs> so so he has a nice – he actually has a really lovely scene with John, and they're, like, joking. He's like – He's like, you know that the, you know that like we're the north and that you keep calling us the south, but we're actually the north. He's like, no, but you're not the true north. Oh, we're the south and the north. And they have a little banter about that, and then ultimately, John, John's like, oh, you should, uh, you should take Ghost because he'll be happier up there. And I was like, I think Ghost seems pretty happy here. I was, he was unhappy. He would, he would have gone up yeah, there. Yeah, why right wouldn't, now. why wouldn't he keep him at Winterfell? I didn't like that. He's just like, take my dog. It's like such a Real Housewives storyline where they're like, just take the dog. I don't want it anymore. I mean, it's happened on two Housewives, which I'm not bringing into this. I'm just saying I've never seen that on anything like Game of Thrones. And it made me sad. And then Ghost is standing there, bloody with one ear. He's like missing an like, ear. Not ready to leave. Yeah. And yeah he's like, Ghost Are you is seriously like, ha- giving me like- up to this fucking crazy person? His beard smells. You finally took back Winterfell. We finally have peace here. And now you're going to ship me off up to the north? I came down here from the north. I don't want to. No, I don't want to go. Yeah, this was the most upsetting thing to me. I didn't like it. Well, I was really upset because clearly someone at HBO was like, you know what? We are cutting your CGI budget, so no more, no more ghosts. We refuse to animate them anymore or pay for the pay the Humane Society to like, you know, to stand there while we film this wolf on a green screen. Yeah, they're like, we've run some uh, focus groups, and it turns out people really don't like one of your dogs. Sorry, it's the hard <laughs> truth. So. <laughs> it turns out a lot of our viewers are cat people, so we're just going to like write in something for ghosts. So that made me really sad. I didn't like it. And it also made me be like, John, what, is John going to die? Because that's that's something, you know, that he's giving away his was, dog. I was like, he's going to die. There was a lot of finality in this scene. I didn't understand that because that the whole idea was that they were they were very confident. Like, if they were going to go in and win, it, you know, they, they made it all seem like they were never going to see him again. Because then um, then he, like, sees Sam and Gilly and they're like, they have a whole emotional goodbye moment. And, like, Sam and Gilly uh, hug and then he's like, 
she sort of like does that thing where she glances down at her stomach and he's like, that felt weird when I hugged you. And then she's like, basically she's pregnant again, you know? Yeah. And he's like, yeah, brah to Sam. And Sam's like, well, there wasn't much to do. You know, so many old books to read. So, and she's like, I think he knows how it happened, Sam. Jesus. You don't have to be a miser to understand the human body. She goes, John, if it's a boy, I want to name him John. I was like, wow. You know, that's a bastard's name. That's like that, that was John's bastard name. Everyone's named John, okay? She's like, if we have a boy, I'm going to name him Smithy. It's like, okay, Gilly. <laughs> John's like, well, then I hope it's a girl, which I thought was a good answer. And then they all hug and cry and stuff. Yeah, and it's like Sam's like, you're the best friend I ever had, which was so sad because I love Sam. But also, like, why didn't he say this when he moved off to the Citadel? I don't know. But also, John... why are these people pretending that there's not another war to fight? Okay, the whole army's dead, okay? They've got, like, yeah. very few people. And everyone's like, okay, we did our part. Exhausted. All right, so we're going to go chill in our castle since my whole family's dead now. And uh, the other guy's going to go back to his tent with your dog. Okay, bye. <laughs> yeah, and so John leaves, and they all stand in, like, the Winterfell doorway looking at him. And even even Ghost comes out and is like, woof, sad, woof. Yeah, that made you know? me sad. I don't like that. So then we see the fleet on the water heading yes. towards. Because uh, a lot John is on foot with part of the army and then um part of them right. are, you know they're all split up so the yeah. fleet so, yeah the fleet is coming towards uh king's landing and Missande and gray worm are on the boat and they're holding hands and i was like okay now gray worm is really gonna die because now they're smiling and they're holding hands and in my mind i thought what was gonna happen was that like something out of nowhere was gonna like hit gray worm in the face like an arrow which is funny because that's something that happens sort of like in a few minutes well, he's looking out like, look, we're almost at Sandals Resort. <laughs> <laughs> they said all you need to bring is your love of everything. Beautiful Mount Airy Lodge. We're almost there. And, um, <laughs> you know, yeah, we know that it's not going to go well. So Tyrion and yeah. Varys are in the hole. Is that the the bottom? The basement? Keep, the keep or the hold or whatever. They're, they're just like. They're chilling. They're talking. They're in their suite. They're, they're okay. planning, gossiping like usual. They're waiting for the 8 p.m., you know, Best of Broadway musical review to happen in the theater. They're gossiping on, like on little the queens. So Tyrion has told Varys <laughs> all the dirt he got. And he's like, think of the past 20 years, the war, the misery, all because Baratheon loved someone that didn't love him back. I'm like, well, ain't that just the nature of the world, girl? Read a book, go to a movie. It's always that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's like a, it comes right back around to Jorah Mor- Mormont. Or. He's like in love with Daenerys. Yeah, or your daddy was mean to you. Which, you know, yeah. th- those are the two tropes, you know. In life yeah. and in yeah. fiction. It's right. It's right. So Varys is so like, then they start um, talking about- how many people know? And he says, uh, including us eight. And he's like, then it's no longer a secret. Now it's information. Scheming scheme. Scheming Release scheme. Release his little scheme. scheme. His little, his little birds. He'll release his little birds into the world. Yeah. So they start talking about, like, you know, who should, like, like who should have the throne or whatever. Varys, you know, Varys is very pro John. He's he's like, you know, people are drawn to him. Wildlings like him. Northmen like him. And apparently, that's like all that matters. But he's um, a war Tyrion... hero. <laughs> he's like really becomes. He's like he's like super into John. Tyrion. Meanwhile, I I like Tyrion's idea. He's like, well, what if why don't we just marry them and they could rule together? Like, why not? And he's like, he's like, bitch. She's his aunt. That can't happen. Like the only the only character who cares as much as you is is Varys. <laughs> yeah. 
I'm like fine. I'm like the rest of the cast. I'm, I'm like, yeah, bro. Atman and nephew fucking like who cares? I mean, really, in the scheme of things on this show, that's not so bad. And you know what? She she can't have a baby anyway, right? So I mean, it, you know, so like enjoy. Oh, it. that's true. Yeah. You know. Yeah. That's I think that's like the, one of the the the, the top fears about incest. I think that right? she's gonna get pregnant though. I think so too. This is all the only the only one who said she can't have a baby was that crazy Mercedes rule witch. Okay. Yeah. And like it hasn't really been tested. Yeah, I think she can have a baby. Um. Yeah. So I mean, don't trust. <laughs> Look, always get a second opinion. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Especially when it's some witch who wants you dead. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. So they're <laughs> so- talking about it, and Tyrion is. Like, why can't they work together? And he's like, well, it never stopped a Targaryen before incest. And uh, Varys is like, "Uh, yeah, but he's from the north. They okay with incest? Okay. Listen, there's a reason there's Cracker Barrels only open to certain towns. Okay. You got to read the room. You got to know what your people are good with. Yeah. They're the people of the north are like not into the incest situation. Okay. Even though there probably is a little bit more incest up north than they want to admit. Okay. Let's be honest. Yeah. So uh, the next, the anchors are dropping. And uh, the dragons are flying around, and we're waiting it's to see exciting. what they're going to do. And then, boom, shot. Dragon shot. Yeah. Like, because I had totally forgotten that um, that Cersei, or that, that um, Kyburn, had, had made this crazy dragon-killing um, sort of spear-shooting device. And lo and behold, it, like, pierces the poor dragon's heart... And then the next one gets his wing, and then the next one goes right through his throat. Like, one, two, three. Yeah, that was a graphic dead dragon scene with the scorpion. Dead by the scorpion, which is now bigger and improved. Bigger and better than ever. So, yeah, that was sad. And then another one misses Danny, because... And then you see Euron down there with his damn yellow teeth. Like, yeah, I got a gun. Oh, yeah. He is, like, the picture of toxic masculinity. Like, ugh, he is just the worst in a way that's, like... It's like it's. I feel like it's like unearned worstness. It's like it's like you you. I've said this before. He just like arrives out of nowhere, and now he's just like awful to everyone. And it's like you know some of us have been here. Like some of these characters have been here for years, and you're just gonna show up and 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 be like this. Yeah, I don't like. He's it. like the star of a sexual harassment video in HR. You know, <laughs> he's just terrible. He comes in, takes credit for everybody's work, slaps everybody on the ass. He's like always smiling with his big yellow coffee teeth. Yeah. Um, so then he refocused because now they've got tons of scorpions. Like she, all the boats are armed with scorpions now, and so yeah. uh, Danny is about to go after them, you know, with rage. But she ends up flying off because hello, now there's tons of bolts flying at her. Right. Exactly. So she 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 zips away somehow, miraculously avoids getting hit by any of those those bolt spear whatever's. Um, and then, so, the, so then what he does now, once she's gone, he, they like re-aim those crazy things and target the, the ships and they just start pulverizing the, 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 the Winterfell boats. Yeah. And then the next thing we see, they're all climbing out of the water. They're on shore and Tyrion and Varys are, uh, coming out of the water and then yeah. Grey Worm just starts screaming, Missandei! Missandei! Yeah. And I was like, Missandei! we knew it, you know? Missandei. Yeah. Uh, so... So then, and we also get this like really <laughs> sort of hilarious shot of like Varys on this beach, just like hacking up along. Like, <laughs> it's like a crawfish went down the wrong pipe. Yeah, I get it because I went on a cruise with my parents, and my nieces were like, "Hey, why don't we just go swim and see these stingrays? It won't hurt." And I was like, "Okay," and then I was like, "I'm drowning." 
<laughs> I can't breathe. And they were like, Uncle, you can stand. I was like, but still, it's hard. So I was Varys in that moment. Yeah. I'm really so with Varys this season. Yeah. I don't even know what beach they they wound up on, but it, they were they were really struggling. So um so now we get like now we have we see Cersei and um and I think this was like our first time seeing Cersei in a few episodes. I had really missed her and I felt like just her being on screen electrified the whole show. I was like, Oh my god, I came alive. Yeah, and she's like sitting there in her red velvet and now she's got these like golden knee pad things as her shoulder pads. Yeah. And she's like, Yes, yeah. I've invented new shoulder pads. Welcome back to the castle, people. And Kyburn's like, yeah. Your people have heard the usurper is coming, miss. They're grateful for your protection within the walls. I was like, That shady bitch is putting mm-hmm. a bunch of innocent women and children in the front lines. That is so you, Cersei. Yeah. And then on top of that, Euron comes in and then she tells Euron I'm going to call him Euron, okay? Not Euron, because he is Euron to me. But she tells him that, like, the child that she is carrying, she has a child with Jamie, and she's been telling Euron that it's his, his, his child. So she's basically, like, doing the whole Baratheon thing all over again, which is classic Cersei. Yeah, if it ain't broke. So she's like, Have what about the dragon? He's like, I saw it sink myself. She's like, how about a tic-tac? He's like, nope, thanks. <laughs> but it must have been glorious to see that dragon sink. Touch my knee pad, yeah. shoulder pad. Do it. Touch them. <laughs> Touch powerful, it. right? So then she, and on top of that, like her big plan is that she wants to open up the gates of of the castle or of uh, of King's Landing wide open, so that way, um, John's army is forced to kill innocent people if they get. If they yeah, want that's to get why to her, she's bringing is... all. The, she's bringing all the women. You know, she's bringing right. all the poor people in there. She's bringing them in, but then on top of that, she's also giving the army easy access to them too which is what we yeah, <laughs> which classic I thought was like, oh, like like perfectly devious which is why i love her like see she's doing some cool shit <laughs> not that that innocent people are dying but she's like you know she's not moping around okay yeah. while everyone's like crying up there in winterfell she's like all right i'm coming up with the scheme and she's like uh uh congrats on the dragon nice work and he's like the glory is yours my queen yellow teeth yellow teeth and she's like when the mm-hmm. war is won the lion shall rule the land, the kraken shall rule the sea, and our child shall rule the north. And he's like, yeah, baby, I'm having a baby. I'm having a baby. <laughs> yeah, wait till it turns out to be all blonde. And so then, she, and then she's like, so much for the break of chains. And then we, she, we see that she has Missande in, in shackles. Yeah. Missande. <gasps> dun, 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 dun. Here all this time I thought Grey Worm was like going to die. And now Masande. Yep. So then Danny's in, in up in the Monopoly room, and um, well, because now they're now they're on um, Dragonstone. Yeah, now they're on Dragonstone, moved, which is probably the beach that they washed up on. I'm assuming. And um, Grey Worm's like, "We will storm the city, Your Grace. We will kill your enemies, all of them." Because now Grey Worm has Morning Face, so everything's like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. When he gets, yeah, when he gets sad, he gets a look on his face, like he's like. He just shat his pants, but doesn't know if anyone can tell yet. So he's like, mm-hmm. yeah. And one of the lions is tipped over now, which is so sad because that was the dragon. And Varys is like, oh. your grace, I promised you I would look you in the eye and speak directly. If I ever thought you were making a mistake, this is a mistake. And she's like, you saw my child fall from the sky. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> he's like, 
you know, they're really not your children. So it's really weird that you keep on saying that. He's like, I'm not saying you need to go to lunch with the lady, okay? I'm just saying <laughs> maybe killing tens of thousands of people isn't the best way yeah. to get to Cersei, okay? You're supposed to be the yeah. nice one. And she's like, I am here to free the world of tyrants. That is my destiny, and I will serve it no matter the cost. I'm like, mm. you're speaking like a literal tyrant right now. Yeah. And so Tyrion's like, well, it's going to take forever for all of our allies to get here. So why don't we, in the meantime, demand that Cersei surrender and offer her life in exchange for the throne? You know, we should try to avoid slaughter, even though I know that's never going to work. And she's like, well, I think it might make me look better. (laughs) So they'll blame Cersei for getting slaughtered instead of me. And I was like, oh. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Man, they can really change your mind quickly on this show. Like three weeks ago, I I was like, Danny for the win. Danny for the yeah. win. Now I'm just like, I don't know who I really want to win because I don't think I'm, re- I don't really feel like I want Daenerys to win anymore. Cersei, I would love to win, but I feel like it's not right for her to win. And John feels like he should be the winner, but I feel like that's too easy. And like, I don't know. I just, I feel like there, I feel like there's got to be like, I want Varys to win at this point. I think Varys has worked really hard and he should get it. Varys? Oh, hell no. Yeah. Well, he wants it. He'd be he, working he against he himself. Like, he's such a little uh, manipulator. I think that Arya should get it. Well, I mean, obviously. But then Arya Arya, is Arya going to get to kill Cersei, too? Because that's a lot of kills. Of course, if she got that many kills, she should win. And it has to be a girl to me, mm-hmm. because I don't want them to do all this girl power and then hand it to a man. Right. That's why That's why it doesn't feel so exciting to give it to John. right? Cause it's been John's so much already had his chance to, to live, and he got killed, okay? This is his second life. He needs to die. I think John will die. Yeah. Not that I, he needs I just to. Don't. I mean, I like John. But it's his second chance at life. He can go now, you know? Yeah, I really don't know who's going to – I don't know who's going to get it. I, I don't I, – I, I don't – I do not think that Arya's going to kill Cersei. I think Arya's probably going to, like, work with the Hound to kill um, the Mountain or something, you know? Um but, I uh, think but, that yeah. that Arya is going to get Jamie's face and try to kill Cersei, but then Cersei's going to kill her, and then the real Jamie's going to be behind them, and the real Jamie's going to kill Cersei. Yeah, it'll probably be something like that, which will be fun. It'll be a fun moment of like mistaken identities, etc. No, but and then Brienne's going to walk in and be like, die. "Well, I don't want her to die, but she said she's going to die." Why did you just so. say that? You're the one who said oh, it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're the one who said that she's gonna no. get killed as fake Jamie. <laughs> Don't be mad at yourself. No. Anyway, so now, so now Varys and Tyrion have a whole conversation, like in the throne room of of Dragonstone, and you know, Varys is like really not so happy with Daenerys. He's sort of really leaning towards Team Jon at this point. Well, yeah, because you know she's acting like a cray cray. So yeah. Varys and Tyrion are talking in the throne room, and Varys is like, "I've served Tyrants." Almost my whole life, they all talk about destiny, um, which is so true. But guess who else always talks about destiny? People who don't win American Idol. You know, like all the people with terrible voices are always like, it's my destiny to be a star. (laughs) And then they finally sing. And the judges are like, oh, my God, kill me now. Like, I can't. That's like my favorite. Like when, um, like when people get eliminated on reality shows and they're like, <laughs> they're limited like number ten out of twelve, and they're like, it's fine because I just wanted to show my kids never give up, never give up because you can achieve your dreams. I'm like, you got eliminated ten out of twelve. <laughs> what are you talking about? Oh, reality. Listen, show. everyone on this show talks about destiny. Every single person does. Yeah. Uh, especially Bran after yoga camp. Oh my! So God, uh, now's their big conversation, and um, 
Tyrion's like, well, she's a girl who walked into a fire with three stones and walked out with three dragons. So, of course she believes in destiny. And he's like, well, maybe that's the problem. She's been convinced her whole life that she's been sent here to save us all. And Tyrion's like, well, how do you know she wasn't, you know? And so then they start talking about Jon Snow, and Tyrion tries to convince him again that maybe it's better they try to rule together. Yeah, and, and let's talk about, like, well, Jon's qualified because he's a man. And that's what Varys is saying. And Tyrion's like, um, well, Joffrey was a man, and I don't think her cock is a true qualification, as I'm sure you'd agree. It's like, really? That's a that's a low blow. Pun yeah. intended. Yes. <laughs> Uh, and he's like, well, actually, yeah, I couldn't rule because you, you know, you're the heir to the throne, so you have to have kids. So I guess a cock would matter. Yeah. <laughs> and basically, it seems like Varys is like, no, I don't believe in this queen anymore. Fuck her. I'm going to find a way to fuck her over. And Tyrion's like, please yeah. don't do this. And he's like, the, and then, the kingdom is more important than you. He's like, just pick a side for once in your life. He's like, I pick the side of the people with no voice. Yeah, he has like a whole like um like Oscar speech. He's like, "What about loyalty to the millions of people? P- these people deserve to live. The wrong leader will kill them. They deserve to live. They deserve to have food on their plates." I have made my choice, and hopefully, we'll you'll make the correct choice too. Something like that. Yeah. So I hope Tyrion keeps his mouth shut and doesn't get Varys killed. If, I would be very upset. I, I think if Varys gets killed, I will not be happy. I will not be a happy person. He needs to make it all the way to the end. Yeah, I want Varys to be standing at the end with a new king or queen. Like, yeah. all right, let's so, figure but, out how to fuck you over in the future. Yeah. So, meanwhile, back over at Winterfell, um, Jamie is, like, walking around. His bangs, like, all all banging. And he, he sees Brienne and and like and Sansa across the way at Winterfell. So, he, he goes up to them, and uh, he learns that uh, – he learns about everything that Euron Greyjoy did with the dragons and the all the all this, you know, all the shit that went down. And Sansa's like – I always wanted to be there when they execute your sister. Seems like I won't get the chance. She's just like a bundle of joy at all times. Yeah. Right? All the time. And then he gets cry face. So then later, Rianne is sleeping under those furs and stuff. And we like see him come in and watch furs. her. And, you know, the person who's watching the other person sleep is about to break up with them. So he's like, bye. Mm-hmm. You hear the door close. And she comes out in her robe like, oh, my God, you're going back to your fucking sister. Are you kidding me? Yeah, she's like, please stay, please stay. And he's like, you think I'm a good man? I pushed a boy out a tower window, crippled him for life, for Cersei. Meh. I strangled my cousin. Did you go away? No, I was just saying Matt as Brienne. I was like, Meh. oh. <laughs> she's like, it's okay, I can live with that. I, th- I, thought you went, I thought you said, I thought you said, Ben. I was like, oh, did I scare you? No, I'm just, I'm just listening to your list as Brienne. I could deal with that. Okay, so you pushed a boy out a tower window and crippled him for life. Okay. Okay, I can deal with that. I, sh- I strangled my cousin with my own hands yeah. just to get back to Cersei. Okay, that's okay. I could deal with that. <laughs> I would have murdered every man, woman, and child in River Run I mean, for Cersei. Not nice, but I get it. You know, it's love. I'm looking for a man who can commit. I bought three VHS copies of Gili. That's it. Get Cersei. out. Get out of Winterfell. Get out. <laughs> and he's like, she's uh... hateful, and so am I. And then he kind of <laughs> cries, but he's like, bye, bitch. And she's just sobbing and begging him to stay. And I was like, what this... a pig, Jamie. You know? I mean, Jamie's Seriously. always been a bad guy, but then he's like, but I'm a good guy. And you're like, okay. And then he's really bad. And you're like, but I'm a good guy. And I fall for it every time. Uh... And, and this was also like... 
like seven seasons worth of cry face finally breaking for Brienne. You know, like se- like seasons of her being like, mm, I'm not going to cry. I'm not going to cry. I'll get glassy eyes, but I will not cry. But this time she sobbed. It like she could not hold it back any oh, longer. The emotions are coming out of her left and right. I was heartbreaking, but that said, I don't want to see Jamie just sit around in Winterfell and wait. That's crazy. Like, we knew that no. couldn't happen. I also don't want to see her go back to him, by the way. Like, no. like, you know what? Like, no. Like, he walked out. That's He lost his chance. You don't do that to my Brienne. No, now that she's, you know, a little more comfortable, she'll probably end up banging torment. There will be some way. Oh, she's, He'll be back. She's going to have a lot of fun. I'm telling you, Podrick, you know, Podrick has a reputation in a good way. And you know what? I think Brienne deserves to see what's up. Yeah. So next up is Varys, Grey Worm, uh, Danny, Tyrion, and they're just standing there in front of the unsullied squad that they've brought to talk to Cersei. And it's a tiny little group. Yes, this tiny little squad. It's like the Fly Girls. <laughs> it's <laughs> yes. like this tiny little dance core. I was like, dance! <laughs> it's like the next season of World of Dance has arrived. <laughs> against, like, so you think Rockets, you can invade. You know? Yeah. Like the Fly Girls against the Rockettes. <laughs> It's like the it's like the Westeros uh, troop for uh, guys and dolls has arrived. Yeah, so Cersei is sitting on top of the castle, just staring down at them like ha ha, and she's got yeah tons of soldiers aiming and ready to go, and she's got Miss uh, Day up there. Oh, Miss Day up there. Oh my God, this can't end well. Yeah, we already know like Miss is like not really a big enough character to really be saved in this sort of situation um she too has survived way longer but i never really thought of her as being in danger because she was sort of just like always around i thought but i never really thought of her as being in danger but now that she is it's like okay this is not gonna end well so um so kyburn comes out of the comes out of the gates of the city and like walks up to Tyrion, and gray worm has like like his his lips are doing a full like yin and yang they're curled around each other like he's like so angry you know so, so Tyrion and Kyburn like walk up to each other, and Tyrion's like, "My Queen Daenerys demands that Cersei surrender and give back Missandei." And then Kyburn's like, "Queen Cersei, Queen Cersei, actual Queen Cersei, demands that Daenerys surrender, or else we will kill Missandei." And then Tyrion's like, "You're a rational man. Dance off." Mambo. And he's like, you're a rational man. He's like, so I flatter myself. And he's like, come on, let's just try and talk this out. And he's like, ah, we will not be the ones. This is your queen, the mother of <laughs> not dragons. <laughs> and Tyrion's like, um, I don't want to see the city burn or hear the scream of the children burning. And Kyburn goes, it's not a pleasant sound. It's like, damn, <laughs> you're harsh. But I like it quite a bit. So then uh, Tyrion just, like, walks by him, and he, like, walks right up to, like, the gates, and he, like, looks up at his sister, and he's looking all, like, you know, they, the way they shoot it is that he's looking as, like, diminutive as possible, he's he's just, like, on this, she's up there, t- big and powerful, and he's just, like, down there. And she and, raises like, her all hand, those things. so all the weapons yeah. are drawn and locked, and then she just looks at him, and, you know, she's wanted to kill him so many times and just can never do it for whatever reason. Yeah, and he does like a whole like thing to get through to her. He has like an Ian Love Van Zant moment, and he's like, he's like, I know this is, I know, I know that you're not a monster. I know this because I've seen it. You've always loved your children more than yourself, more than Jamie, more than anything. And I beg you, if not for yourself, then for your child. If if your reign is over, it doesn't mean your life has to end. It doesn't mean your baby, which you do have in there, has to die. I know, which is kind of like giving it away to everybody. He's like, oh, yeah, sorry, he's... just snatched your baby. 
Sorry. He's like, I know you're going to beat us, but guess what? I got the baby announcement. Yeah, it was actually a really good plan because then the army drops all their bows and arrows and starts passing red cake. It's like any excuse <laughs> at the office. You know, it's like the boss is pregnant. Ah, oh, we'll have war later. Come on. I thought it was odd when Grey Worm then like shot like a little cannon and blue confetti came out. I was like, oh, it's gender reveal too. Yeah, he's like, and we blew your gender reveal as well. <laughs> She's like, damn it, Kyburn. Kill them. So um, Cersei just looks down at him and she goes over. She gets kind of cry face while he's talking. Like he gets through to her a little bit, but then she does that Cersei thing where she's like, Oh, that felt good to feel things. Now I'm going to kill everyone I see. And so she goes and puts her hand on Miss Ande and she's like, any last words, batch? <laughs> and Miss Ande, oh, poor Miss Ande, poor Grey Worm. She just looks over at Grey Worm and at Daenerys and she smiles. Like, and I, I sm- at first I was like, oh, she knows something's, like, something's going to come save her. Like the dragons can come from behind or whatever. But it was more like she smiles with like pride, and it's like her last vision of seeing any people, and she just goes Dracarys, and uh, and then Bazlam, they uh, the mountain decapitates her. Yeah, and Grey Worm has to turn away. And my sweet Grey Worm, I wanted to hug him. Yeah, and then Danny just marches off like this bitch gonna pay. Man, Danny lost a lot this episode. <laughs> yeah, Danny is feeling well. She she was probably feeling real cool because. You know, she really did not do enough in the battle last week, but she probably thought she did. So she was really like, like, yeah, I can handle this shit. And now she's like, fuck, I don't think I can. Yeah, she's going to kill, kill. So that brings she us to the kill. end. This was a pretty epic episode. Goodness gracious. Yeah, pretty epic uh, Game of Thrones episode. Pretty epic recap. Um, thank you guys all for listening. Um, don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. Uh, and leave a review because it helps us um, uh, climb up the charts and gain more exposure and grow our show. So uh, we will be back next week. And, hey, be sure, of course, to listen to Watch Our Crap Ends where we talk about things like Real Housewives and Vanderpump Rules and all that fun stuff. It's all where the podcasts are. You can find us there. And uh, talk to you all next week or tomorrow, depending on what you're listening to. Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone.